You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Dashel. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week we are talking about the monkeys episode, Monkeys in a Ghost Town. But first, Chuck, what's happening in the world of the monkeys? Well, we've had a few developments on the news stories from last time. The one that's coming up soonest is the Wuxtree Records event. Yay! I mean, we, like we talked about before, Mickey is going to be in Wuxtree Records in Athens, Georgia, doing a record release party and signing and photos and things, followed by an after party. Um, now, all that, all the events have been moved to to the third, which is Friday. And so Friday, November the 3rd is when everything's going to happen. It's going to be from 3 to 7 at the record store. And then that's followed by the after party, which I just saw today is sold out now. So if you didn't get your tickets in time, I mean, you better hope someone cancels because <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But also it's been announced that Henry Diltz is going to be there and Gary Strobel is going to be there. And Glenn Gretland from 7A Records is going to be there. Wow. Yeah. Into something pretty huge. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a big it's going to be a big deal. And it's exciting that it's actually near us. Yes. Usually this you hear about this sort of thing happening in LA or London or something like that. So it's kind of yeah. nice that it's driving distance for us. Yes, very yes. exciting. Yeah. There's going to be an exclusive t-shirt. You can pre-order it and pick it up there and it's got exclusive art for the Luxury Records event with Mickey Dolan's. It's the only time this is going to be available. It's like a one-time thing. Yep. So, um yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's going to be a good time. We're we're all going down there. Yep. Yep, I'm gonna meet up with, with all of our monkey buddies. Yeah, uh, Derek Miner yep. is gonna be down there too. Mm-hmm. Elaine, you're coming, yep. right? Yes, I will be there. I'm excited. Just getting together with like other monkeys people is always a good time. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna be there at the, we can't do the after party. We had to, you know. Sometimes in life you have to make hard choices. We could, we can't do everything. So we just we're gonna stick with the event, um, and then probably have dinner or something afterward. But uh, it's gonna be a fun time anyway. So if you're going to the after party, let us know. And if you're going to the record store thing. Look for us. Say hey. Let us know you're yeah. going to be there. We'd love to to meet people who listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't have criticisms. Yeah, because <laughs> we're going to be in a happy place. You know, <laughs> don't don't bring us down. <laughs> also, Beatland Books has started a a limited podcast with Mickey Dolan's talking about the book and about Mickey's life and interests and things. Uh, and it's available on the Beatland Books YouTube channel. Elaine, have you seen it yet? I've seen part of the first one. Awesome. And- awesome. I loved what I saw so far. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Andrew Sandoval and Mickey Dolan's talking about Mickey Dolan's. So, yeah. like, even if it's stories I've already heard, I don't care. I don't right. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's fun. And then, Elaine, you were just telling me when the books are supposed to start shipping. Was that November, you said? Early December. Early December. Okay. They're hoping. And there are still pre-orders available. So if you have not okay. gotten your order in, do it now. Right. Yeah. And the dates on this kind of thing are fungible. So, yeah. Don't be impatient guy on the internet saying, hey, where's my book? Like, let them do it right and get them all signed and shipped out. And just, I'm just That's thrilled. That's a lot of signing. That's a whole heck of a lot of it's signing. It's a, a lot of signing. Oh, yeah. But the books are heavy. Yeah. You, there's mm-hmm. like a lot of moving parts involved in getting those together and getting them out. Yeah. I'm just happy this book exists and yeah. I've got a copy coming. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, don't be that person on yeah. social media. Just be patient. Yeah. You know, you haven't had the book for this long of your life. You know, you can wait. Yeah. Uh, also, we we're going to mention this is isn't exactly monkeys related, but it's monkeys adjacent. I guess Mickey's involved. But um, Denny Lane, 
who we know from the Moody Blues and from Wings, has been having some health problems. There's a GoFundMe for him helping to cover the medical expenses, but also they are having a benefit concert for him called the Benefit Concert for Denny Lane. And it's got, I'm not going to list everybody, but some notable names, Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees, uh, Susanna Hoffs, uh, Lawrence Juber, Joey Molland from Badfinger, Peter Asher, Jeremy Clyde, Paul Schaefer. Uh, a lot of folks is being hosted by Chris Carter from Breakfast with the Beatles, uh, but it includes the Denny Lane Band, which includes Alex Jules, who we're familiar with from playing with Mickey and with Mike, Eric Paparazzi, and Brian Pothier. So... This is going down Monday, November 27th, 2023 at the Troubadour in Santa Monica in West West Hollywood, California. So if you're in that area, um, I mean, it's for a good cause. You know, Denny Lane certainly has been involved in bringing us a lot of great music over the years. And so any support you can give him either through the GoFundMe or through the Benefit concert, you know, take a look at it and consider doing that. And then one more thing I just thought of. They've confirmed now that the Friday music releases, uh, the Mickey Dolan's Puts You to Sleep and the original Monkeys album are going to be record store day exclusives okay for black friday so those will be available black friday at record stores and they're probably they'll probably hang around after that but that's when they become available if you're going out to venturing out to a record store for record store day on black friday i, I really want a copy of this mickey Dolan's puts you to sleep yeah i do too the original monkeys album it looks cool with splatter vinyl all that kind of stuff but like i've got that you know i've got several copies of that album i would love to get a copy of mickey Dolan's puts you to sleep especially on that blue vinyl mm-hmm. so, yeah I don't know. We don't we don't traditionally go out of the house <laughs> on Black no. Friday. That's like stay home and eat leftovers day, you know, right. and then look at the news and see, like, if anybody got trampled or anything. <laughs> they don't do that so much anymore. No, that, I think that's that's calmed down a bit. But we'll we'll have to look at it this year. We may we may venture out to a record store or something. Yeah, because I'd, I'd really love to get the copy that Mickey Dolan's puts you to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening in the world of the monkeys. All right, we're going to take a quick break to promote our fellow ESO Network podcast show. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about monkeys in a ghost town. So stay right there. Soul Forge Podcast. It's a geeky look at love, life, fandom, mental health, pop culture, and so much more. If you're into learning about yourself and the universe, Soul Forge is your podcast. Each week, we have a surprising new topic. From stupid things we do for love, to product reviews. And there's almost always a fun guest host. Like and subscribe to Soul Forge Podcast. Today! Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week we are talking about monkeys in a ghost town. This is a really fun one. They they get up to a lot of shenanigans in this one that only the monkeys can get up to. True. Yeah, we we talked about this one a little bit before, uh, way back when, when we talked about our favorite episodes. This was Mm -hmm. one of the ones that we talked about. Yeah. In brief. Yeah, briefly. We didn't didn't dive into it terribly much. But this is a good one. I mean, this one is worth it just for the guest stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got some crazy good guest guest stars. Yeah, we've got Rosemary. Mm -hmm. And you've got Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah. Which, I mean, those are just two powerhouse people. I think I even said last time we talked about this is like, Two actors that I've loved all my life, but I don't think of them in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I right. know them from very different things. Yes. Uh, but it's cool to see them sharing the screen. Yeah, it really was. Well, the other actor, Lynn Lesser, who played mm-hmm. um, George, the other gangster. Right. He um, is well known older, like as an older actor, he was Uncle Leo in Seinfeld for like the entire oh. run of Seinfeld. Okay. So, 
I saw the picture of him on his IMDb and I'm like, wait a minute, I know that face. Why do I know that face? I didn't right. recognize him in the monkey. Yeah. But I was like, okay. Okay. And you'll also see him again in um, the episode Monkeys in Texas. He okay. shows up again. And there yeah. was supposed to be someone else playing um, that part, but they weren't able to get out of their contract with another network. You're talking about Burgess Meredith? Yeah. Yeah, originally Burgess Meredith was supposed to be in this. But, um, oh, to play to play George? Yeah, that's what the internet told me. Yeah. But he couldn't get out of his Batman contract at the time. And so he appears later on in the series, like in his pink, um, something very close to his penguin outfit. But, um, right, right. At the time, they didn't want to let Burgess him Meredith is too big for this part, though. I don't know. I don't know if that's true trivia because Burgess Meredith should be carrying an episode, not playing like one of the goons. <laughs> right, right. You know? He like, should be, he, he should have been, um, the big man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. By 1966, Burgess Meredith was too big to play one of the two goons. You know, that's, <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is true trivia or not. But that's that's what the internet says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I, I like this episode. It's not one that I've seen a lot of times. It was not right. a regular in the rerun. Oh, as okay. much as some of the other ones, but I have yeah. seen it. Yeah. Well, it's Before. a fun one. It's it's kind yeah. of mixing genres together. Yeah, because they're mm-hmm. fighting gangsters. But the whole thing has kind of a, like a Western theme to it because they're in this ghost town. So there's a mm. lot of like quick draw stuff and stuff. But it's like, but the guys aren't, they're not cowboys. They're, they're yeah. gangsters, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, then you have prison break in there too because they're yeah. trying to dig out of the prison cell and keep right. popping up in different places. So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of movie references in this one, like very slight movie references. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they were, but. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to give examples. Of nope. I was about to be impressed. I don't remember. No. No, I just know there were movie examples. Okay. There was like, well, like lines can... directly from other shows. Oh. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah. what they are now. Yes. But I, I mean, at one point, you... like Mickey's doing Cagney. Well, and that yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. obvious. Yeah. There but was something. I... Sorry, go ahead, Lane. Oh, no. I was, I was going to say, I can tell you there is a reference to the 1939 movie, actually, more than one reference to Of Mice and Men. Okay. Yes. Yes. The 1939 movie, because Lon Chaney Jr. played Lenny. And of mice and men, and his character's name is Lenny, mm. and the other gangster's name is George, who is other main character in of mice and men, and that's also. And I missed this completely. I caught that, but when he reached into his pocket to pull out the ball, and he pulled out a mouse, that was the nod to mice and men. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, and I saw that. the mouse, but I didn't. I was like, didn't connect already, it. Yeah, my brain. That line that one, but that yeah. he that George was always saying, say your line, Lenny, and that, that line that he says is something from of mice and men, right? Was I re- reading that correctly? Maybe something I read on the internet. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's funny to me that like they did several like monster mash kind of episodes mm-hmm. on the monkeys, mm-hmm. but they get Lon Chaney Jr. to play a gangster. Yeah. In a Western type <laughs> yeah. episode. You know, like why not get Lon Chaney Jr. for like the the monster mash episodes? Yeah. Wouldn't that seem more obvious? Yes. Yeah. Maybe that was too obvious and they didn't want to be too obvious. Maybe. Maybe. So they went with the mice and men instead. Okay. That could be. I did think it was funny when um when they meet the big woman or the new big man, right? And Mm -hmm. it's Rosemary and they're like, You what are you their mother? And she's like, Don't ever say that. Because she comes back (laughs) later and monkey monkey mother. Yeah. I know. I think that's funny. Yeah. I love Rosemary. Yeah. 
I've been watching yeah. a lot of Dick Van Dyke show lately. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. I found out that the, the company that's distributing at Film Rise has the episodes like legitimately on YouTube where you're like legally can watch them and um, on the Film Rise YouTube channel. And so I've been watching on there. It used to be on Amazon Prime and it's it been gone from there. So it's, I've been going through a lot of them. But um, I mean, she's great. Yeah. Did she? Did her estate recently uh, released that album. Did you get that album? Uh, Rosemary Sings? Mm, no, I don't think I well, did. Well, anyways, it's, that a, it's like a CD compilation. Yeah. I shouldn't call it an album, but there's a CD compilation mm. of Rosemary songs, and it's great. Uh, I've got the CD in my car right now, and it's yeah. just Rosemary Sings. I mean, that's exactly what it says on the package. Awesome. It doesn't have the two songs she sang in this episode, does it? The it one she not. was singing very badly. On <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's actually a very good singer. Yeah, I know. if anyone doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Flipping back to my page with the notes because I do have the list of how old everybody was. I know so everyone's ready to get okay, let's, let's, let's. We haven't done this in a long time. We haven't morbid. I know. Yeah, we haven't done an episode in a long time. So let's play around of how young were the old guys. Okay. <laughs> so first, we will go with Rosemary because she was the biggest star. Okay. Um, and we know that she passed away somewhat recently, in 2017, at the age of 94. Right. And she was. Oh, she was 43 when this episode was filmed. Okay. So wow. she was old enough to be their mother. I mean, because they were all, what, 20, 21, 22. So, well, yeah. and I guess, I mean, I don't know if the the monkey's ages are explicitly said on the show, but on this one, uh, Peter did have that line of like, we can't be behind the bar. We're too young. And in real life, I don't think they were too yeah. young. No. But, no. no. But that sort of indicates that the the characters of the monkeys are meant to be a bit younger than that. Right. Yeah. I meant to look up when the drinking age, what the drinking age was in 1966. Oh. Because at one point it was 18. Okay. And I didn't then look it that up either. 21. So, you know, I know yeah. they're not under 18 years old. I hope they're not <laughs> trying to pretend they're under 18. But let's see. Um, and then Lon Chaney Jr., um, he was born in 1906 and died in 1973 at the age of 67. And he was 60 mm. when this episode was filmed. So he wow. was oldest of the bunch. Yeah. And that makes um, sense yeah. because this is yeah. like 20 years, more than 20 mm. years after he was mm-hmm. the Wolfman. Yeah. 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 Um, then Lynn Lesser, who played George, uh, he was born in... 1922, I should have written 19 in front of that because I almost said he was born in 2022, <laughs> and died in nine, uh, 2011 at the age of 88, and he was 45 okay. when okay. it was filmed. Yeah. Um, so, and then the only other cast member they had listed was a Hollis Morrison, the one who played cop okay. at the end. He was born in 1930, died in 1992 at 61, and he was 36. Okay. When they filmed this episode. So That's right. I am older than all of them, but Lon Chaney Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, none of those ages are really surprising. They all yeah, are about the seems. age they seem. Sometimes yeah. you get somebody who's like, they look like they're 75 and you're like, and they were 48. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> but no, everyone here, I think, looks about the age. Yeah. You know, yeah. right. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. I, I guess I'm a little bit surprised that I'm almost the same age as Rosemary was in this episode, but not, uh, not yeah. over. So. Well, and there was one other credit, but I didn't include because he physically was not in the episode. But um, Mel Blanc has a credit for yeah. being the voice of the monkey mobile engine. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of like going, okay, 
All righty then. Hey, so that yeah. was he's got skills, man. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty much everybody. Okay. Yeah, it was a small cast this yeah. week. It was. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in a ghost town. There shouldn't be a lot of people around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the thing, you know? Where is everybody? This place looks like a ghost town. And if I, so a lot of this stuff was what I'm reading on the internet and what I have from my memory of the other episodes we have reviewed. But this was the first one that wasn't kind of based out of their little beach hut. Am I remembering that correctly? Was there any other one that we've in, in like air date order where that, where they weren't kind of based out of their hut where they were never in the, in the pad or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the one with the haunted mansion, they started out in the pad and then went mm. to the haunted mansion, didn't they? Yeah. 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 This is their first like road trip. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. they're in the car going somewhere. Yeah. Well, they're entirely off their standing sets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I know they technically had two romps, but I sort of feel like there was a third romp a little bit when they were singing the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in there with Rosemary. When Rose the Marie. big man was singing the theme. Yeah. When Rosemary yeah. was singing the theme song and they were doing like the, the shootout thing, it was sort of a romp, but not really. You yeah. Know. But the first romp was tomorrow's going to be another day. Mm-hmm. And in reruns, that was replaced by words. Okay. Which is a really weird replacement because tomorrow, I think I probably said this when we talked about it last time, but tomorrow's going to be another day seems much more like an escape song than yep. words. Yeah. And then Papa Jean Blues with the other. Right. Wrong. Yeah. And they seemed like they were back to back. There was mm-hmm. not they were much very close time together in between the two. Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. it'll be like one will be sort of midway and the other one at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now this one, it seemed like they just finished romping and it was like romp time again. Yeah. 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 But you got to yeah. pass the time when you're in the slammer. Yeah. You know, I know. why not have a monkey's romp? Yeah. yeah. I like how they uh, compiled all these various other desert, desert beach things together into one (laughs) i did notice that that they actually said like something along the lines of like let's play in the desert or whatever and then it cut to the romp that was set in the desert because sometimes the romps just seem totally disconnected yeah from what's happening in the episode and these weren't super connected but at least they were in the desert and they referenced that going into the romp footage yeah Yeah. so that was interesting fun on the desert that's all we need yeah fun on the desert (laughs) matt's complaint was that they also then used the beach scene, and he was like, "Just because it has sand does not mean it's the desert. There's the right. water. The water's <laughs> not in the desert." So, yeah, yep, yeah. And the one of them, they seem like they're dressed up like legionnaires or something. Yeah, and then yeah, but, but I thought that this one, the episode itself, they had a few different interesting uses of the monkeys theme. You had obviously Rose Marie singing it when they were mm-hmm. on the piano, but also the the cavalry guys. Mm-hmm. Like playing the monkeys oh, theme yeah, yeah, when yeah. they were riding in. I thought that was, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think I had ever caught that before. And, yeah, you know, I've seen the episode quite a number, of, not as often as other ones, but I've seen it enough. I never I was like, wait a minute, eh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you always yeah. find something new, right? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I did have some questions or one question about some of the fashion choices. Um, especially at the beginning when they're first in the ghost town and um, Mike and Mike are dueling. Yeah. And there's Davey in his cowboy outfit. Why did they put him in those god awful plaid pants? I mean, <laughs> what cowboy going to wear plaid pants like that? I was like, oh. But then I thought it was funny Mike and Mike were dueling. Yeah. Right. With each other. So, you know, but with himself. I don't know how you say that. <laughs> right. No, this is a fun one. I think this episode's fun all the way through. I don't know. that It's yeah. not like. 
one of the all-time like best episodes or anything like yeah. that. But I think this is like a super mm-hmm. solid episode just to sit down and watch. Yeah. Just I mean, yeah. just having Rosemary in it like ups yeah. its value. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the question is, what what really happened to the big man? He got too big. Well, I know, but but <laughs> That's but, what she said. but but did she clock him over the head with a cast iron skillet? I mean, you know. I don't know. I don't know. She seemed capable of of, of taking care of herself. So I think the big <laughs> man is probably pushing up daisies somewhere. Oh yeah. You know that's yeah. what happens when he gets too big. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. That, so. That's a word of warning to all the big men out there. Yeah. You know, don't get too big. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary might come and get you. Yeah. But yes, well. You ain't the, ain't the big man. And the big woman. The big man's wife. <laughs> I did enjoy the shootout inside the saloon mm-hmm. or whatever when they were behind the bar and they were making it like, you know, the games you play at yeah, the, the little duck. Or the, yeah. yeah, yeah. The little like and ducking and turning. And that was that was that was pretty hilarious. I like it when Peter was like, doesn't this gun ever run out of bullets? And Davey's like, well, it can't because we're the good guys. And then it runs out of bullets. And he's like, well, I guess we're not that good. <laughs> and then he throws it away and it has like a, a bullet left and it shoots them and knocks the gun out of their yeah. hand. And they're like, oh, my God, they're such great shots. We surrender. Right. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Like the movie spoof stuff does have more. of. The, I mean, they did similar sort of stuff like that in Head, which we'll be talking about uh, not too long from now Yeah, uh, right. for the anniversary right. of Head. But. They do a lot of that sort of movie playing off of movie spoofs kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did think at the very end of the episode, you know, when they're all in the car and they're getting ready to leave, they used a camera angle that I don't think they have used yeah. yet since, but it was from above, like right. for them to look up at the camera and everything. Yeah. I was like, well, that's different. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, thought that was I wonder if they cool. like. Like sprung for a crane for the for a crane shot, or they just like carried it like if there's like a balcony up there or something, and they just like <laughs> pointed the camera over the side. <laughs> Who knows? Because those are big cameras back then. I did think it was funny that like the whole thing started because they ran out of gas, and at the end they just get in the car and crank it back up and drive away. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. And did you notice maybe the, the policeman brought them when, gas? Maybe, maybe at the beginning when they were leaving, they were driving away from Clarksville, according yeah. to the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Clarksville. Yeah. Yeah. So, and apparently this episode was two minutes too short. Okay. Because they had the little interview thing at the end right. um, where Mike was putting a new name on his chair because he didn't want people to, what do you say? He didn't want people to know who he was. Right. He didn't want people to recognize him. Recognize him. So it was Lauren St. David. I meant to look that up and see if that was actually a person, but it's not. Um, and then they played. Some weird card game with the camera lenses. So that was cute. <laughs> with like the filters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like filters. gels or whatever they had. Yeah. There, there was yeah. A, Mickey had a gel and Davey had a, a cover thing. And then I have no idea what Mike had. He had a stack of something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just goofiness. It's just letting them sort of be themselves or themselves, you know, in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's fun. You know, I, I like those little out, out of character things at the end. I think those are fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That same day, they, um, cause I'd, I'd seen Mike in, I'd seen them in those outfits before. So I, I think when they had filmed that, they had filmed another after thing at the same time to like insert. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they would do that kind of stuff on the same day because you got the camera right there already. 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes sense just to film a few of those. Yeah. They're not right. really going to go film for a minute. No. And and they wouldn't even know when they're making the episode if it was too, if it was a minute short because they haven't mm-hmm. edited it yet. <laughs> you know? Be like, which one of these can we of their after things can we cut down to be two minutes and fifteen seconds? Right. <laughs> yeah. So one scene that I really liked that I thought was kind of funny that, you know, talking about playing off of like television and pop culture at the time was when Davey called, he's making the phone calls and he gets the the sheriff, like uh, the guy in the in the Western town. And he was, you know, made some kind of comment about you know, he's going to let uh, Mar- Mar- Marshall Dillon know. And he was like, Matt Dillon. And he was like, no, Bob Dillon. He's going to write a song about this or something along those lines. I'm, I'm, I'm butchering that. But that's kind of a funny inversion because like Gunsmoke had been on TV for like 11 years at that point. <laughs> But, um, yeah, you know, Bob Dylan is more, you know, in the monkey speed, yep. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. more the music culture. So I thought that was kind of funny. I <laughs> thought that part of it worked better than calling and getting the supposedly Native American chief. Right. Who's <laughs> sitting outside of his teepee with a phone. Well, it's just an, like, obviously cliched because for one, it's a white guy, but then he's just sat outside a teepee. Yeah. But then he had to go because he had to take another call. So. I on mean, a fancier it, phone. It, it seemed yeah. like, though, that they were lampooning the cliche. Yeah. Because he's yeah. like, you know, me, savage kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, got another call, which is, is sort of like they're they're turning it on his head. But it's yeah. still something that you wouldn't see on television today. You wouldn't. No. I don't no. know of any comedy that would put a white guy in Native American garb and have him play Native American. You know, that's just not something they, they do anymore. No. Which is good. No. Yes. You know? Yeah. But uh, the 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 bit with the the Bob Dylan thing, I, I did that did get a chuckle out of me. That looked good. You know. All right. Does anyone have any final thoughts on monkeys in a ghost town? I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I you just look, want a, a good solid monkeys episode to watch, this is a good solid with some great guest cast. And that's well, the thing about television of that era is that like so much of it comes from the guest cast because mm-hmm. you have the guest stars every week. These days, you tend to get the same guest stars throughout the whole season right. or for four episodes or whatever, you know, because of that, everything's serialized now. But yeah. the great thing about old episodic TV was that like, who's in it this week? Look who's on it, you know, and Lon Chaney Jr. And I almost said Sally Rogers, <laughs> but Rose Marie, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is, which is fun. It's fun to see these, these faces turn up. Um, so I'm, I, I enjoy watching old TV shows for that, of seeing who, who shows up in it. So that, that part of it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I also like that it seemed like all four of the guys got a chance to do their thing, play a different character, like yeah. Mickey with his his gangster impersonation and and Peter being his his spider spider, and then the shootout between Mike and Mike with Davy as the other cowboy, and then even the stuff when they were trying to dig out each one of them popping up out of the hole and looking at finally a baseball game or you know that they they each got something to do yeah so. and i do enjoy also the like i said the juxtaposition of the different movie genres of the the mobsters and mobsters in the old west kind of a thing but then they you know like see they they played off a lot of of a lot of movie tropes mm-hmm. um and some of them were subverting them which is fun and like i said they that's the sort of thing they would do even more so when they get into like later later on in the monkeys and in head um, mm-hmm. But I enjoy that kind of stuff. I enjoy playing around with because like, they're not taking themselves seriously. We know we know. Right. That, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. if the, the the gun has bullets or not. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's fun to have. They're just having fun with the sort of movie tr- movie cliches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have a new segment called Ma'am Monkeying Around Mailbag. So send us in your thoughts and questions and ideas and just 
whatever. And we may select it and uh, do a little little segment about it. So this one is from Lori in Dallas. So she says, love monkeying around. I'm an original fan. She was 12 when the show premiered, which she says makes her officially old. Um, but Mike was her favorite because he was a Texan too. And because he lived in San Antonio, where which was a her hometown. Um, and her idea was, I have what I think is a fascinating idea to think about. If current artists did a Monkees tribute album, what song would each artist choose? I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan and keep thinking about which song he would do. WWTD, what would Taylor do? Or Paul McCartney. He knows his theme song, which um, he's apparently done, and there's a YouTube out there about it. Michael Martin Murphy singing the song that he wrote, What Am I Doing Hanging Around? So, and then she went on to ask, what do you think? And what what are our ideas? So, what are the things that I thought about? Um, she mentioned Taylor Swift, but she didn't mention a specific song with it. But the first thing I that came to my mind for Taylor Swift was Cuddly Toy. Okay. Because it's like a, that. it would, it's a, when Davey's saying it, it's almost like a Broadway show. Mm. But I feel like Taylor would have a totally different take on it. So if Taylor was mm. singing Cuddly Toy, it seems like it's the perspective of the song is from a male to a female. Would she flip the genders of the song? Yeah, but, but I think. But it's, I'm not the only Cuddly Toy that was ever enjoyed by any boy. Oh, so you think that she would be I think, the cuddly toy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, like sing it from the like Davey sang it from this perspective. She's yeah. singing it from the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Interesting. Yeah. That okay. was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. Elaine, what what did you have? Well, I put the question out to the folks on Twitter. Smart. And got some ideas from Twitter. Anna at Monkey's Fan 0713 said she would like to see Billy Joel do either Stepping Stone or I'm a Believer. Okay. Which I think he'd do very well with those. Sure, yeah. And Gradient Lens at Waddy's Mom 19 said Harry Styles singing Daydream Believer, which I'm really in love with that idea and I would love to hear it. So okay. I don't know how to get him to do that song though. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tweet him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It might work. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like tweet all of our answers and be and tag all the people in it. <laughs> you just I need one. Yes. Can do that. You know, yes. well, we just need one of them to do it. Yep. <laughs> then um, SK Stewart at You're So Jaded said Weird Al doing Randy Scouse Git, which okay. I love that. Yeah. But I countered with I would also like to maybe see him do Going Down. Because okay. I think he could do well with her. Yeah, I, I would love to see, to see Weird Al do like a polka medley of Monkey songs. <laughs> yes. Or even that just like be. a polka cover of Going Down would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Um, I also thought of and this is going way a different from what everybody else is doing. Uh, Little Nas X doing Pleasant Valley Sunday. Okay. Because it would be completely not expected. I don't, it would be a different well, I don't know. People may expect it because little Nas X does what he wants to do. True. How he wants yeah. to do it. And so why not a little Pleasant Valley Sunday? Yeah. Or what he could do is like, um, like little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus could get together and do like Naked Persimmon, <laughs> you know, where it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do a I duet, like 
or I do another, yes. you know, like you thought Old Town Road was good. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I like that idea. What about Miley Cyrus? Okay. Well, well, what would you want Miley Cyrus to sing? I don't know. I just thought of, because you said Billy Ray Cyrus, so I thought of Miley Cyrus. Okay. What what, what would oh, be a good song for her to do? One of Mike's songs, but I've gone completely blank on anything you know what? I could see I could see her doing this isn't a monkey song, but Grand Ennui. I could <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna count that as a monkey song. Okay. It's close enough. Yeah. So I forget that it's not a monkey song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't it's like the, one of the few songs that Mike did where the name is in the song. Right. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things that um, Lori had mentioned was Ed Sheeran. Um, the first thing that came to my mind was Papa Jean's Blues for Ed Sheeran. You think so? Yeah. Uh, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know if it would be a good idea, but that's what popped into my head. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. But Ed Sheeran, I don't think of as being like country. Right, which was would be why it would be interesting to see oh. his take on it. Okay. Yeah. To be something yeah. that's obviously not country, but it was made for that and kind of putting a twist on it like what postmodern jukebox does with a lot of the modern songs sure yeah well kind of like how mickey some of the songs that mickey did when he sang mm-hmm. Nolan, uh, sang nesmith they're like circle sky was not mm-hmm. like changed complete it would change completely just to right. you know yeah see what they could do with it so okay yeah i could hear i could hear ed sheeran doing i want to be free yeah 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 that'd be good yeah That'd yeah. be good. Because he, he had kind of an acoustic guitar kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So he would do the slow version, not the fast one. Right. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> do not approve. Ed, you cannot do the slow version. You have to do the fast version. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not allowed. Slow version does not exist anymore. I like the slow version. <laughs> Part of my problem is I don't know a whole lot of, know some current artists, but yeah. like my knowledge of current artists up to about 2010 yeah well i've <laughs> like, already named like, all the ones i know yeah <laughs> in this conversation <laughs> i know names of some but i don't know enough like i don't everybody knows little nazek because of old town mode i mean you did not escape that song right but yeah nowadays i mean i know artist names, but i don't know what they sing like doja cat I don't know what she sings or what she does, so I can't pick. Like, is I that need a real to know one or did you make that up? No, no that's, no, a, that's a real that one. Okay. Yeah. Rosie Cat's real. Rosie okay. Cat's real. Yeah. Um, so I. Yeah. Of the current big names, Taylor Swift is the only one I really know. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're out there and you've got really good ideas, yeah. um, send them to us. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe we'll revisit this topic and we'll and we'll do it again, you know, mm-hmm. because that's, it's, it's interesting to think about because so many artists have done monkeys covers already mm-hmm. or or samples i mean the whole mary mary thing you know like you wouldn't oh, expect yeah. it to turn up in hip-hop no right nope. <laughs> yep. it, it works yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah okay all right chuck do you have a you may also like for us this week yes i'm gonna be quick though because i have three <laughs> okay because i've been trying to do one a week and i'm there's just so many like if you if you like rock and music from like the 50s 60s 70s there's so many artists right now who are doing that type of music or doing those kind of styles or doing stuff inspired by it and taking it in their own directions. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just like a flood of them, which is really good. Yeah. The ones that I've been enjoying the most lately, there's a new album out from the action skulls. Have you heard action skulls? No. 
or have you heard of him? No. It's um Billy Moomy, who was famous from Lost in Space and okay. then yeah. Barnes and Barnes later musically. Mm-hmm. John Cowsill, who was one of the Cowsills, okay. and now he's the mm-hmm. touring drummer for the Beach Boys. And uh, Vicky Peterson, who's his wife, and she's from the Bengals. Yeah. And they have a band together, and they have three albums out. Their third one just recently came out. It's called From a Running Horse, and it's fantastic. It's very their music is very sort of birdsy. Like if I had to like compare it to something from the '60s, mm-hmm. it's just great. It's a great album. Um, they all sound great. It's, yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of good music on that. Yeah. And then another one that I've, that I've been listening to a lot lately. Now, this isn't an older guy. This is a new guy. Yeah. Uh, he's very young. But the guy named Ian Kay, and he just released his debut album, Walk That Road Again. And it's it's great. It's just very, like, 60s-inspired music. Even the album cover looks 60s-ish. He's from Europe yeah. somewhere. I haven't really delved that much into him. He came up in my feed. Like Spotify recommended it, and so I clicked on it, and I was just like, "This is this is killer stuff." I'm gonna walk that road again. I'm gonna walk that road again. Really, really good song. So check out ENK. His debut album is a lot of fun. He's like on tour somewhere, like. One of those tours where all the all the places are like Barcelona and Madrid and things like that. You know, like he's <laughs> over there in Europe. Um, I don't think he's made it over here yet, but I hope he does. His type of music sounds like it'd be a fun, fun show. Yeah. And then the third album I've been listening to a lot lately is actually a band that we just saw live, uh, The Nude Party. Yeah. And their album, The Nude Party Rides Again, came out this year. And it's a great album. Yeah. And they're a lot of fun. They, they put on a really great show. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Why you want to play rock and roll, you get a dollar to pay a two dollar toll. I just ride, ride on, ride on like I'm never going to die. Yeah, I think they're originally from like North Carolina and mm-hmm. they just were friends that learned how to play songs. And like their their gimmick when they were in college was they would play all their concerts naked <laughs> and people kept calling them the naked party band and they. So we're not we don't want to be called the naked party band. So they changed it to the nude party. Just so it sounds a little more like a band. But it's one of those things, like one of those bands. If you Google them, put the word band in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Or turn on your Google Safe search before you start. When I when I first saw that they were coming to town, and Veronica and I, whenever there's a like a band coming or a concert, we I we always add it to our joint calendar. And so I added the nude party to our calendar. And um I had no idea what that was. Yeah, you were like, what's this? Yep. You didn't say no, but you did uh, ask, like, like, what's this? <laughs> yeah. What are we going to? <laughs> but it's no, everyone was dressed. It was a, yes. it's a band called The Nude Party, and they're they're a lot of fun. If I had to compare them to, I mean, I may compare them to a lot of things, sort of like Sticky Fingers era Rolling Stones a little bit. Um, they don't sound quite like that, but also a yeah. bit like one one song in particular makes me think of um, Tommy James and the Shondells. Like there's just mm-hmm. a lot of... It's just it's a smattering of all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're not trying to be one specific band. They're just very inspired by that type of music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they put on great live shows. We, I mean, and I'll say this again, because like we go to a lot of older acts as well. Like we went to see Paul McCartney. How much were the tickets we saw Paul McCartney? Jesus, um, like almost three hundred dollars. Yeah. And we were um, like across the football field from him. Yes. When we saw yeah. Elton John, how much were those tickets? Uh, About two hundred dollars, but 
that's because the $300 seats were not yeah. that much better we, than we the were, $200 seats. We were sitting right next to the International Space Station. Yes. <laughs> watching Elton John. <laughs> like, even with our, like, um, opera glasses on, we were, like, in space. Right. Yeah. And But, I mean, these guys, we, we were, like, right up front, and it was, like, 25 bucks a ticket. Yeah. Now, they're not mm-hmm. famous. They're not Elton John. So, of course, he commands right. a higher price. But, I mean, so yeah. there's, there's, like, really fun artists right now who are doing that music that we like mm-hmm. that you can just, like, they'll, they'll come nearby, and you can go see them for, like, yeah. 25 bucks and oh, have yeah. a great time out at a concert. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, just to run those down real quick, Action Skulls, E&K, The Nude Party. Check yep. those out because they're a lot of fun. All right, Elaine, where can people find more of you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Monkeying Around, on Facebook at Monkeying Around. Our email is monkeyingaroundpodcast at gmail.com. And feel free to send any questions, comments, or whatnot that you might like to hear in our mailbag. I am also on Elaine and Matt Watch TV, where me and my husband, Matt, chronicle what we're watching on TV, everything from Doctor Who to Star Trek to weekly sitcom to even RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> That's awesome. How about us, Chuck? Feltnerdy.com. Yeah, if you're hearing this and you didn't see us at the Halloween Puck and Puppet Show, you missed out. Yeah, you did. But, it was you know, awesome. If, if you're in the Atlanta, yeah, and we won. We got rich and famous. Yeah. We're on an island right now. Yeah. We're hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> or come see us at the at the next Puck and Puppet show. But also yeah. we're we're lining up some shows that we don't have announced yet. But um in particular after the new year, we're working on on building up the schedule. Yeah. Uh, but check out Feltrunny.com. You'll either go to our brand new website or to our Facebook page because we're not done yet with our brand new website. <laughs> so, you know, every episode is gonna be, we'll see. Yep. And what else? Earth Station Trek, our podcast about Star Trek, which we go live on Thursdays on YouTube and on Facebook, talking about the latest Star Trek episode or just general Star Trek topics. Uh, But also, if you listen to podcasts, and why wouldn't you, um, check it out in your podcast feed. It's happened Earth Station Trek. Hit subscribe. Also, if there's a rank thing, hit the top top ranking thing and that (laughs) do that do that for Monkey Around as well, please. Yeah, yeah, and then listen to it and see what you thought. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, rank it first, then listen to it. That's exactly right. That's the safest (laughs) way. (laughs) All right. Thanks for monkeying around. Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week we are talking about monkeys episode number five. I don't know. Why did you say it if you didn't know? I don't know, because I wanted to say it. Okay. Which, which, which episode number is it, Elaine? I didn't write that part down. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.